Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. John Dickinson, Daryl Guru Johnson with you inside Oracle Arena. The Warriors' 11-game winning streak is over as the Philadelphia 76ers beat the Dubs tonight, 113-104. The final, uh, it's John Dickinson, Daryl Guru Johnson with you, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. And Guru, the, the story of this game uh, in a game where Clay Thompson is out due to illness, Stephen Curry, 41 points on 10 of 18 shooting from three-point range. The rest of the Warriors team, one for 20 from three-point range. That, Joel Embiid being dominant and a whole lot of really good Philadelphia defense in the second half, completely flipped the game where the Warriors had a seven-point lead that probably should have been more at halftime. And the Sixers outscored the Dubs 42-26 in the third quarter. They flipped the game. They wind up winning it by nine. Yeah, and I'm not going to make any excuses. I know the Warriors are not JD, but I think the fact that Klay Thompson all of a sudden came up with the illness and was not readily available, that, that threw the Warriors off. But then they went on the court and had a 12-point lead, and I thought, you know what? The Warriors are going to flex their muscle. This is Cousins' first game you know, at home. And the Sixers packed their defense, and they were the better defensive team tonight. And Curry is phenomenal as he is, J.D., 41 points, six turnovers. I'm not nitpicking, but they were big turnovers at the juncture of the game, and at the time, it swung momentum. And I just I can't believe the Sixers got out of here with the win. And your boy, Embiid, Embiid, he was disruptive tonight, and he is the best big in the association. You could make a case he was the best player on the wow. floor tonight. You could also make a case Ben Simmons was the best player on the floor tonight. Stephen Curry certainly would be uh, someone that would factor in on that as well with 41 points and 10 threes. But in the second half, it was a whole lot of Ben Simmons controlling the game. He wound up 10 of 13. A whole lot of Joel Embiid. Uh, who goes for 26-20, and 20. and DeMarcus Cousins was, he was the headline coming into this no game. Doubt. The subhead was Clay Thompson's going to be out, and we found that out right as Warriors Live went off the air, the pregame show at about 7 o'clock, that Clay Thompson was going to be out due to illness. But this team has five superstars. They do, but I think the one thing you saw tonight, Guru, was the fact that you take one piece away, and I always say this: okay. you take one piece away, where four. the Warriors' rotation gets a little out of whack, okay. and it just it disproportionately affects the entire machine. And I think tonight, the lack of shooting for Clay Thompson, having that extra shooter on the floor, it really allowed the Sixers, who are a pretty good defensive team when they want to be, to put more pressure on Curry, put more pressure on Durant. And the Warriors just didn't have anybody else wow. that could make him pay to make a shot. And then when you start to look at the, the center matchup with Embiid and Cousins, Embiid outplayed DeMarcus Cousins, who if he's rusty in any one way, I think it's still the post moves. He the just polish, doesn't look comfortable. The polish, no doubt. And I liken it to a boxer. You know, uh, Embiid's endurance is there. And Cousins, he won't face an Embiid every night. But, J.D., there is still, we saw tonight, 
room for him to get his endurance, his wind, and when you get hit with body punches like I felt the war, how many times did we see Embiid get his own offensive rebound, J.D.? Those are crushing. Those just take, you know, your soul. And at times, I kept thinking the Warriors are going to pull this out, but they didn't. And again, Clay Thompson, an all-star, maybe I'm overreacting, but I will not use that as an excuse tonight with my own two eyes. Philly went and won this game. They did. They deserved to win the game. You heard Steve Kerr say that in the network portion of the postgame show with Tim Roy and R.C. Davis here on 95.7 The Game. Steve Kerr saying that the, the team got what they deserved, that the Sixers outplayed the Warriors in the second half. And look, you got to have somebody. you got to have somebody knock down a couple of three-pointers other than Stephen Curry. I, I mean, you look at the 11 for 38, that's not a good night overall at 28.9%. But Curry, 10 for 18. Durant, 1 for 8. I mean, even if Durant hits 3 or 4, we're probably looking at a different ball game out of 8 as opposed to the 1 His for 8. 25 seemed odd. I well, don't, don't want to. Well, come. it was he. He shot below fifty percent. Wow. He didn't get to the free throw line, and, and he was I, one I, for eight yeah, from three. I believe some shot. They made it difficult on Durant. They did make it difficult, and I still. I again, I think they made it more difficult on Durant because of the fact that there wasn't the extra shooter out there in Clay Thompson to to keep the defense honest, if you will. Clay creates a lot of space by virtue of being able no to doubt. knock down no shots. Doubt. And when spacing is it, 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 it's a that's the game of basketball is spacing. And look, Alfonso McKinney stepped in for Clay oh, Thompson, and job. he played well. Five for five at eleven points. I got, this might be his best game this season. Played twenty seven minutes. Well, guess what? That's not Clay Thompson. Didn't knock down one three. He ends up with wow. eleven points. I mean, Clay Thompson, you're thinking might end up with. 18 to 21 points on four or five threes now, mixed into that. So, it, it, yeah, McKinney played great, okay. and he did, but he's not Clay Thompson. Well, what about Iguodala? I've raved about what he's been doing the last two to three weeks. You you have to know Clay's out. He only hoisted up two shots. Yeah, and see, that, that bothers. See, now, that's one that you all – I know you always go to that, Because you got to E40. Tell me when to go. You have to know tonight. I don't care if you go 0 for 10 or 0 for 9. They needed you to create, and he can do it. I've seen it. And, you know, maybe I should have went in the locker room well, and just asked him, hey, Trey, what's up? Two shots. They needed you. He wasn't good tonight. He wasn't good tonight. He's, it's not often you see him and Livingston both struggle, okay. and 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 by struggle, I'm I'm not saying shot attempts or zero for two. Livingston one for two, and Livingston only played 15 minutes. And Steve Kerr played nine players tonight, uh, but you just don't see Iguodala and Livingston a negative in the plus minus very often. Negative 12 for Iguodala, negative 14 for Sean Livingston. You just don't see that. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you McKinney, another thing. McKinney, the only one. McKinney and yeah. uh, Draymond. I'll tell you another thing you don't see. You also don't see Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry minus yeah, no together doubt. on a lot of nights. So it's just uh, a different game. And I think really the story of the game for me, Guru, and uh, we can take your phone calls at 888-957-9570, It is Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. John Dickinson, Daryl Guru Johnson inside Oracle Arena. Sixers win it 113-104 to stop the Warriors' 11-game winning streak. First loss for Golden State since four weeks ago tonight on January the 3rd. The Rockets with James Harden hitting the big three late uh, in that ball game to beat the Warriors. Odd and inconsequential fact, Warriors have four home losses on Thursdays Ouch. this year. The Bucks yeah. got them on a Thursday. 
Portland got him. Toronto. Right before the new year on a Thursday, Damian Lillard hit the big three. Uh, and then you have the Rockets who got him with James Harden hitting the big three. And then the game tonight oh, uh, as well. Those are the four that Toronto was actually a Wednesday uh, back in the middle of November. But uh, another uh, high-level opponent, and you look at the high – look, the, the Thursday thing is inconsequential. I mean, that's just something for fun to squawk about on the radio and mention. The, the, the bigger point is what you bring up when you say Toronto. Toronto's coming to this building and beat the Warriors without Kawhi Leonard. Milwaukee came in and beat the Warriors in November in a game where Stephen Curry got hurt at the end and Draymond Green didn't play. Uh, And now you have Philadelphia come into this building and knock the Warriors off. And, yeah, the Warriors didn't have Clay Thompson, but they they thump them in that third quarter. So so three of the the top teams, and Boston is still going to come in here in early March, the, the fourth team in that that group at the top of the Eastern Conference, but the three teams, uh, three of the four teams the Warriors possibly could play in the NBA Finals, when you start to look at that, have beaten the Warriors in this building. Yeah, no doubt uh, it's strange, but again, um, Steph, I mean, excuse me, Clay is uh, Robin to Steph's Batman, and that was big tonight that he didn't play, and I thought the fact that he made the All-Star game, he was going to come out and just, you know, have a good game, that changed everything for me, but I think we need to keep it in perspective when we talk about four or five, however many All-Stars you want to talk about, J.D., offensively, how many do you really have? And it's, to me, three, two and a half if you want to include Clay And Philly, they balled. They played D tonight. All right, let's get to... The fans, and we hear from the fans brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. And we start with Eric. Eric is first up here on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game with J.D. and Guru. Hey, Eric. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Hey, so uh, first game tonight, the Warriors with my son. And uh, the Warriors had – they were, they were double-teaming K.D. early as he crossed the timeline, and it just took him out of his mid-range, which took him out of his three. And you know, without Clay, like you said, I said the rotation was just off, and it's just it was bound to happen. Yeah, and I'm looking at the I'm looking Eric at, at the way the Warriors started the second quarter tonight, and you, they had Quinn Cook out there with Alfonso McKinney, Sean Livingston, Draymond fan, Green, yeah. and Demarcus Cousins. And, and I wasn't a fan of that. And it's that, 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 but that if you're going to start. McKinney for Clay. Well, Clay's typically out there with that lineup. It, because you started McKinney, it changed how you used Andre Iguodala. Well, Andre Iguodala is usually out there with that lineup. So you had McKinney out there and you had Quinn Cook out there instead of Iguodala and Clay Thompson. So that's a significant difference. And I think it took the Warriors three and a half minutes to score a uh, basket. Yeah. Quinn Cook had a lot, four, four looks and couldn't hit one. At the top of that second quarter. He's been quarter. rusty, too. He's been sitting, J.D. And it was such a struggle for the Warriors early in that second quarter that when the Sixers took control of the game in the fourth or in the third quarter, outscoring the Warriors 42-26, to 26, at the top of the fourth quarter, Steve Kerr switched it up. He had Stephen Curry on the floor at the beginning of the fourth quarter with Cousins and Draymond Green. Yeah in an attempt to not let the game get away at that point because he feared, hey, we go three minutes without scoring a basket at the top of the fourth quarter. This game's going to be over right now. And the Warriors actually played some pretty good defense at the beginning of the fourth quarter, but they just couldn't get into an offensive flow. The Sixers had had kind of choked the life out of the Warriors. And when you saw the big guy for Philly and B come back in the game midway, 
past midway in the fourth. That's when I was like, uh-oh. You know, like they, they, they held on to the lead. It grew, and the big fella was on the bench. And when I saw him check back in, uh, we saw how thought Cousins was done for the rest of the night. But he did come in his first game, I believe, that he finished. But, uh, yeah, and he wound up with 25 minutes. He was still at 21 minutes in that middle of the fourth quarter. So you, you had a feeling that he was going to come back in at some point. I thought it was going to be right around the three, four-minute mark. I think it wound up being the 433 mark when Cousins Katie, he came in. He got fouled like six times they didn't call it. What's going on? Is that reputation? Is I, it, 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 his girth is – I didn't know. Seriously, I'm not one of those guys. He got fouled six or seven times, and, and it went to the – sometimes he went to the floor. It was ridiculous. I, I think his timing is still off with his post moves, and I think when your timing is off, mm. it throws everything off. So and, you and, look and so you just, not clumsy. Yeah, but, yeah. You, look, you look like the shot's going up at a different angle, yeah. and, and when, when players are defending you, I think – that's I think fair. it looks different to the official right. as well. So I think, you know, maybe things that look like fouls either aren't necessarily fouls or the way that the official sees it because of the way that you go up with it makes it look like it's not and that'll maybe come necessarily a foul. Up. Yeah, I got you. So I, I think his uh, rusty, yes, uh, just a little bit awkward, uh, you know, a little bit almost too anxious at times, it, too quick at times, but also maybe lacking explosion at times. I think that's one area where – you know, going up and finishing, he lacks a little bit, and that's where you see a guy like Embiid that's younger, and he, you know, he's got the he's got the quicks, he's got the burst to go up and hit that kicked, quick uh, shot. Yeah, uh, Embiid kicked Demarcus in the calf. He he was, uh, you know, limping a little bit. And I know basketball is not a contact sport, JD, but since Cousins has come back, he's been on the ground many of times. No, he has, and, and I think you know, not the best game for Cousins, no, but not, not. big picture. His endurance is getting better. Exactly. Right. He gets 25 minutes. He finishes a game. Ideally, if you're the Warriors, you want him out there finishing a game with Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, uh, you know, and Kevin Durant. And that wasn't the case tonight. So I think tonight it was, you know, again the rotation gets a little bit off, and you're almost asking Demarcus Cousins to go toe to toe with Joel Embiid, you know, right. in. His sixth game back. He can handle the rock out there. He's nimble. Like, he knows what he's trying to, like, rock you to death and go by you. Real quick, uh, into the middle of the fourth, Warriors were making a little bit of a run. Steph got fouled. Here, I go with the run. He got fouled on the three, and they didn't call it, J.D. To me, that was, I was like, Philly's winning this. Yeah, and sometimes you get that call, and sometimes you don't get that call. Let, let's get to Brian. Brian leaving the game here on 95.7. The game uh, checking in at 888-957-9570. Hey, Brian. Hey guys, thanks for getting me on. Uh, it was a rough. It was a rough one. I was I was center court, maybe ten or twelve rows up. So I had a great bird's eye view, and and sort of here's my take. So first of all, I don't want to take anything away from Philly because they uh, they really played well defensively. Jimmy Butler and Ben Simmons are big, big guards, and they're pretty suffocating. Um, and, and I was struck by how well they played defense. And then the second thing is, is I was struck by how big Embiid is. He made DeMarcus Cousins look small. I mean, that guy is huge. So I think, you know, so I, I don't want to take anything away. And then, and then Redick, well, you know, was shooting the lights out. However, um, I, I, I really liked your comments about the fouls. It was one of the worst officiated games I've ever seen. There was... There was no stopping um, when when they're banging inside. They were running over 
the Warriors. They, they out, I think they're just bigger. They were running over them. There was several fouls on DeMarcus Cousins. There were several fouls on KD and, and that were just not called. And I, I didn't understand. And then they teed up Draymond. So it was, it was a very frustrating night for, um, for the Dubs being sort of manhandled and not getting the calls. And I'm, I'm a little bit concerned because that's, it, it reminded me of a playoff game where they let them play, and that is not to the Warriors' benefit because the Warriors are skill players that really aren't bangers. You know, maybe DeMarcus is different, but DeMarcus got – he just got outplayed by Embiid. And, and the thing about not having clay, huge difference. It, it, the spacing was off. Um, it was it was really I, I kind of felt it even in the second quarter when they, when they got outscored I think ten zero I thought you know what I'm I'm not sure this is going to go our way uh, and but I do think the officiating played a role in the game tonight. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it, Brian. Uh, look, as far as the officiating goes. I mean, there's a couple of calls here or there. But they were bad, In every game. Look, I'm not – I don't like playing the official game. And you know what? If it's a playoff game and they're going to let him be physical, then, you know, that's the reason why there's a seven-game series. So maybe you lose one or two games and they go this way. It's how the Cavs beat the Warriors in the finals. And then you see other games – you see other games where – they call a ton of fouls, and they try and control it. Different crews call it different ways. That's why you have the balance of a seven-game series. I, I just don't like looking at the officiating. And it's not why Philly won to you. On a, not at yeah. all. all right. No, not at all. And, 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 look, like I said, I mean, I think if DeMarcus Cousins gets to a point where he's a little more explosive with his movements, he's a little bit more defined in the move that he's trying to make, I think – the officials are going to be in a better position to make some of those calls, and they're going to be more natural-looking fouls. I think he's still going up like he's trying to find himself. I've been waiting for him. I, I know it. You know it's, it's a work in progress, in. but okay. Six games in. All right. At this point, and I, you know, I, I had said I think it's probably going to take at least ten, and it might take a little bit more than that. This Look, was his hardest test probably of the season. This was definitely yeah. the most difficult test for Demarcus Cousins going up against uh, a guy like Joel Embiid who is just massive. He's a beast. He's, he's physical. And look, the Sixers were in a position, again, where I hate to keep coming back to the fact that, all right, Clay Thompson is out, but when you take a shooter away, it makes it easier for a team that has the length that the Sixers do, and, and Jimmy Butler and Simmons and, and others, when you have a team that has that length, and you take that one shooter away, it makes it easier to hone in on the other guys. Yeah, so did. it was almost yeah. as if Curry was going to be do whatever Curry was going to do, although they made it harder on Curry as the game went on. And actually, he made some incredibly difficult shots, I thought, surprised. Uh, in the first half. No, I'm yeah. never surprised that he makes those shots, but they were difficult shots. They were shots that a lot of them Incredible. went in in the first half, yeah. and not as many of them went in in the second half. Now, you add it all up, he still goes for 41 points, but it seems like Philadelphia was comfortable to a certain extent letting Curry do that, trying to make life more difficult on Durant, and then putting the Warriors in a position where who's the third scorer going to be? If Embiid can hold his own against Cousins, which he did, Embiid won that matchup against Cousins, then where were the Warriors going to get the scoring from? And you just look at the box score, Kevon Looney scored 14. That's why. Okay, again, 14 on all twos and a couple of free throws. McKinney, 11, all twos. 
uh, and one free throw, no threes. And that's the thing if you're an opponent of the Warriors. You want the, those guys not making and threes. while I was at halftime, there was a story. I don't know how true it is. The Warriors do have an open roster spot. But if Wesley Matthews is available and said there was mutual interest, I could see him in a Warrior uniform, and he's got threes, and he can score, J.D. He would be a perfect fit. He would be a great fit. I mean, that, that almost seems like a – I mean that almost seems yeah, that almost seems just mythical. Wow! Like, how could, like yeah, right? How could he like? And obviously, yeah. he's going to be a candidate as somebody that goes from Dallas okay. to the Knicks in that trade where Porzingis yeah. goes, and the Knicks don't care about no, winning right now. They're tank just, City. They're trying to tank, and and they're you know, maybe going to try and pry Durant out of Golden State yeah. and Kyrie out of Boston, and a lot of other different things that the Knicks are going to try in addition to getting a, a another top draft pick. Uh, uh, you know, the top three, four, five pick uh, in this upcoming. Did we find draft. out real quick what was wrong with Clay? Was it just like flu-like? Just illness, just okay. sick, just not feeling. He was a shoot around this morning, uh, and there was you know well, nothing really, yeah. nothing really made about it. And, and Steve Kerr was asked during the network portion uh, that we played for you on the network portion of the the post game show before we got on the air, and and he said it's just you know just sick day to day kind of a thing. So he'll so be there Saturday. He'll be there Saturday right. when the when the Lakers are, are back in this. So building. will LeBron and LeBron James is going to be uh, here Saturday uh, as the Lakers come into this building for the second of their two matchups uh, in Oakland. Uh, those two teams splitting the season series to this point with the Warriors winning down there, obviously on the MLK holiday and the Lakers winning here. Uh, in blowout wow, fashion man. after LeBron James went out of that game Never, back on, I won't forget on Christmas it. night. Uh, and then LeBron hadn't played until tonight since Christmas. Did they he, win tonight? When he went out of that game and they did beat the Clippers, it was in OT. Lakers-Clippers tonight at Staples with the Clippers floor down. So it was, it was you know, Road, share with the, road yeah. game for the Lakers. Oh, don't ruin it. I guess at, we could say it. At Staples Center, uh, and they did beat the Clippers in overtime. They actually let a lead get away, and the game wound up tied, and the Lakers wound up winning it by three uh, in OT. 123-120 to was the final wow. there. LeBron James, his first game back, 24 points, 14 boards, Nine assists. Yeah, you think they missed him? So he damn near yeah. had a triple double. The they team. wind up twenty-seven and Warriors 25. owe them. They owe that uh, James Brown the big payback. They owe the uh, Lakers for what they did with LeBron here in this building on Christmas. Yeah, I don't think the MLK game. Yeah, that was. That's yeah, not a get yeah, back. That's yeah. just a, too many losses at home this year for this great Warrior. That's game. a game that I call price of admission. Okay, you go down to. You go down yeah. to L.A. against the Lakers when they don't have anybody, yeah, and, you, you. and you blow them out. That's yeah. price of admission. That's just that's no, just a game. That, that's just a box you got to check. You mentioned the home losses for the Warriors. I don't like it. We can we can take yeah. some more phone calls at eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero as we roll along here from the Crown Royal Club inside Oracle Arena. Sixers beat the Warriors 113 to 104. The Warriors' 11 game winning streak is over. And it's John Dickinson and Daryl the Guru Johnson with Warriors Wrap Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. The Warriors with their seventh loss on wow. the Oracle Hardwood this season. I'm, I'm going to run them down, and I had a little bit uh, of a list. Uh, we'll, we'll just we'll we'll run through them okay. backwards. Right, gotcha. Okay, you got tonight yeah. against Philadelphia. You got the Rockets. Yep. Uh, was the second one four weeks ago tonight on January the third. 
Portland won in this building the Thursday before that on December 27th. The Lakers won in this building uh, on Christmas night, which we had just talked about. Uh, So that was four. And then you had Milwaukee. You had Toronto uh, as well come in here and get wins uh, against the Warriors 5-6. And now the other one is escaping me. Blowout. Seventh one was Oklahoma City the night before Thanksgiving. In a blowout fashion. Uh, against a, a shorthanded Warrior squad at that point in time, uh, yeah. a very much shorthanded. That, that they were playing with just Durant and Clay among the four All Stars at that point. There was no Curry, no Draymond. So each loss tells a story. But you look at the way that the Warriors have played on the road versus home, and they just, for whatever reason, they play more oh, buttoned up. You think? Or are they playing? Lesser teams on the road. I mean, they I'm play, not ready to sign maybe. off on. Well, that, look at the know? game against Boston. Look, they go into Milwaukee and win. They play more buttoned up on the road. They play more business like on the road. They play more like they're putting on a show in this and building. That's the old adage: "Us against the world." You know, mentality when you're on the road. But when you're this damn great. There's no excuse. They to. went into Denver and blew them out yeah. when they were the best team in the Western Conference or the team with the best record in the Western Conference, the Nuggets were. So they've got a lot of quality road wins. You look at the home slate and, okay. Marcus's first loss in his first home game. Yeah, first yeah. loss. So the Warriors have been, look, they're exceptionally hot right now away from Oracle Arena. You got to get Cousins up and running. That's that's my that's my number one priority right now. But you look at it overall and it's 18 and 7 here and it's 18 okay. and 8 on the right, road. Gotcha. So you add it all up and obviously, you know, you look at the road record and that's just outstanding. Right. You look at the streak that they're on after being what 8 and 8 uh, and now they, you know, win ten consecutive games. We're spoiled, JD. So eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Let's get to Michael in Oakland. Michael, you're up next here on Warriors Wrap Up on ninety five seven. The game. Hey, what's up, guys? I appreciate you taking my call. Yeah, what's up, Michael? Well, just leaving the game. I just want to call, and make a quick and obvious observation. I think the biggest factor was Embiid. Just botting Cousins. I feel like it was a men, men against boys tonight in regards to that position. And I feel at the end of the day, that's what made the big difference in the game. Yeah, that's I think all. it was. Appreciate it. Just want to call and make my observation. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, I think, again, without Clay Thompson, Curry goes for 41. They made Durant work for his 25 on 24 shots. Durant wasn't hitting threes. He also wasn't getting to the free throw line. So at that point, you're looking for who the third scorer is going to be. And it's natural to think, because now you have DeMarcus Cousins, well, DeMarcus Cousins is going to be that guy or is capable of being that guy. But Had it's his a toughest case, assignment. He's still finding himself, and Joel Embiid is, is tip-top a beast. It's like a boxer. Yeah, it, uh, the win for the Warriors is now Cousins has, has experienced this. He's went up against the beast. But at the end of the day, J.D., I didn't come in thinking DeMarcus was going to go for 30 or 35 against Embiid. At the end of the day, he got the experience. He went 15 rounds with the Big Bear. But, again, my thing is, Iguodala, you're so good. The timing of just two shots tonight, I felt like they needed more. That could have been the third score. Yeah, and it wound up being, as we we talked about, Kevon Looney gets 14, but it's all twos and a free throw. McKinney gets 11, it's it's all twos. And McKinney played great, but you McKinney played great, and it was 11 points. And he was he was on the floor, and good things were He's happening. Clay Thompson. But it's, you know, Clay Thompson plays great tonight. It might be 25 points, no and doubt. he might hit 
you know, four, five, six threes uh, along the way. And, the, and those are the kinds of things that, that change a game uh, and change a little bit uh, of the margin for error. The, Warriors, the 42 points Warriors gave up in the third quarter, that's the most they've allowed to any opponent in the in the third quarter this season. It's also the fourth time an opponent scored 40 in any quarter against the Warriors. That flipped the game. I think the Warriors probably should have had a bigger lead at halftime than they did, but they got a little sloppy. I thought it was headed for a blowout. And took some bad shots in the toward halftime, which allowed Philadelphia to inch it closer. It was, what, a seven-point game at, at halftime. It was 60-50. to 50. Clay, one of the best two-way players in the game. We haven't talked about what he meant to this team defensively tonight. That's what led to that 42 More of your phone calls. We'll also uh, hear from some uh, of the players downstairs as well. It's John Dickinson. It's Daryl the Guru Johnson. Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Daryl Guru Johnson with you inside Oracle Arena following the Warriors 113-104 loss to the Philadelphia 76ers. It is Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to participate in the program, and that's where Charlie checks in. Uh, on the phone lines tonight. Charlie, you were on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Charlie? Hey, uh, evening, fellas. How you guys doing? What's up, Guru? All right, all um, right. Hey, man, what's up? I, a couple of quick observations about the game tonight. Um, I, as you guys pointed out, it's it's I'm, it's surprising how when one of their starters, like Clay, um, is out tonight, how it just screws up their whole rotation and, and how they – how they play the game—it just—it just seems like it, this is a this is not the first time this has happened. Where you would think the, the other uh, all stars can compensate for when one of these starters are out, but it's just—it's just an interesting observation. Um, uh, what else? What else? Um, ben Simmons. I haven't watched him play much because I'm obviously a Warriors fan, but that dude impressed me tonight. That guy—that guy can play. And uh, it's all well and good when Quinn Cook can knock down threes in the 30-point blowout. But, like, tonight, especially when you're you're missing some offense and you can see Durant is struggling, players like Quinn Cook got to step up. And, and he had some open three-pointers, and he just clanked them. And, and so, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. The, 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 the whole team didn't play well tonight, you know. But, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, those are my observation, guys. Have a good night. Thanks, Charlie. We appreciate the call. You mentioned Ben Simmons, 10 for 13, 26 points, 6 assists, 8 boards, controlled the game. He's clever, not a great outside shooter, but he's so clever. Didn't even attempt a three-pointer tonight, did Ben Simmons. Think about that in today's day and age in the NBA. But he just controlled the game. And, you know, you mentioned Quinn Cook, and look, tonight's a night where, you know, Quinn Cook can come in and he can play against Phoenix, and he can come in and he can he can do some things against some teams that, that maybe aren't the best defensively. But th- this goes to my point, uh, and, and something that, that we've talked about a lot, Guru. The Warriors, if they're going to add anything, they need to add a wing player. They need to add a wing player with one roster spot available. I'm with you. 
big man or, or wing, that's been the debate. And it sounds like, for the most part, the last month, month and a half, the Warriors have hedged more toward wanting another big man as insurance for DeMarcus Cousins should there be an injury or, or you know something along those lines where they need to they need to limit Cousins or come in, Cousins becomes someone that they cannot, can't count on to play uh, a ton of minutes. But to me, I just look at it, and tonight's the perfect example where you take one wing away and you just, even with all the talent the Warriors have, Guru, you look you just look a man short. And I think that's where, if you're looking for any way to just put this team completely over the top, even though they may be over the top already, it's adding one more wing. Yeah, and there's a guy that's about to get bought out in New York, Wesley Matthews, and if somehow Bob Myers can pull the trigger and facilitate that, you know, getting this guy here in Golden State, I mean, we'll probably hear more people around the league get upset and and more jealousy and more envy will set in because he is exactly what they need. And you're right, J.D., how often do we talk about this team? Five All-Stars, four All-Stars, six future Hall of Famers, and tonight Clay's out in the, the – but you know what? The the Sixers remind – I'm going football. They reminded me of the Ravens tonight. They they slowed down the receiver. They they blitzed the quarterback. It, it was rough, so we got to give them some credit too, but – it's not okay because Durant had 25 points, but you're missing that third score that we talked about, and tonight they didn't have it. Depth is great until that depth has to be a starter mm. with regularity. You know, Alfonso McKinney, that, you know, nice game tonight. And he leaped and, you know, the, 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 the hustle buckets he got. But when you compare Alfonso McKinney's 5-for-5 five five and 11 points to what no. you would have got from no. Clay Thompson yeah, on most nights. No doubt. And you, you can't even – you can't even do it. Uh, Alfonso McKinney starts, so that means somebody else has got to be in the rotation that maybe wouldn't regularly be in the rotation on a night like tonight. Well, that's Quinn Cook. What so about Quinn Jarebko? Cook, what happened to Jarebko tonight? I know where he's been, but that game could have used Jarebko to me. But Jarebko doesn't solve your wing problem. Jarebko is a big. He could have took those four shots that uh, Quinn didn't make. Well, he but he but he, who you got to take somebody else off the floor if you're going to put him on the floor because that that's not man for man. That's not man for man. If if Jarebko's going to play, then that means maybe Looney's not going to play as much, or that means maybe Iguodala is not going to play as much. Or... He was out there two shot attempts. I, you know how I feel about that. It's also been a long week for, yeah. for Jonas Jarebko yeah. as well, who had been away from the team. and. Uh, but I'm sure he would have been ready had he been called upon. Yeah, absolutely. But again, it's it's just it's not apples. It's not apples to apples when you talk about that. So, so what Quinn, do you do with this loss? So, How do you digest this? Is Quinn, it because Clay wasn't there tonight? Well, I mean, look, every loss has a story, and I mean, cousins needs to, to me. The story was well, you didn't have Clay Thompson. That changed, uh, and, and that changed the game. It made the Warriors easy to defend. The Warriors still came out and played very well early in the game. They had too many turnovers. I thought. Late second quarter, took some bad shots, allowed the Sixers to stay in the game. It was a seven-point game at halftime as opposed to maybe a, a 12- to 14-point game at halftime. Maybe if it's a 12- to 14-point game at halftime, the Warriors can come out and jump them in the beginning of the third quarter a little bit, push it up to 18, all of a sudden the game's over. But when it's seven, then you got to come out and you gotta you got to reestablish early in that third quarter and the Warriors didn't do that. It, it, the, the Sixers came out and jumped them and put it on them 42-26. So, no, it, it all starts with Clay. It starts with the rotation, what Charlie brought up, which is another thing we talk about a lot, Guru. It's it's the fact that you take one guy away for the, from this team, and it it alters well, see, I thought every DeMarcus piece. DeMarcus solved that. 
and Demarcus isn't a two guard. When is so I get four more fouls for Demarcus tonight. My question is, we talk about he's not polished on the block as of yet, but when do we say when is Demarcus going to embed the opponent? Because the Warriors have, you know, he's played sporadically in minutes and he's been great, but they need him to be what 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 Embiid was tonight. How long do you think before he can be in that tip-top shape to where, you know, against the elite, you got to throw it down to the big fella. And that's why I was like, oh, no big deal, Clay tonight. They're just going to throw it down to DeMarcus. And as we saw. Well, tonight's not the right yeah, night. You're right. You're, but they went to him. You know, he well, tried to yeah. mix it up. They, no, I they, love they, DeMarcus you gotta, for that. You got to go to him to yeah. see what he's got. <laughs> exactly. And then it was like, uh-oh, this dude's big. I'm bigger. just not sure that DeMarcus Cousins at this point is going to be able to do that to a guy wow. like Embiid. Okay. That, 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 that might not be something. I got you. That we can say right. for this season, Zubak and whoever's coming in here Saturday, Cousins can beast them and feast. And, and Javale right. McGee yeah, and, and right. Tyson Chandler, gotcha. and, the Skinny and, Cats, and whoever yeah. else uh, <laughs> they want to throw out out there uh, for the Lakers uh, on Saturday night. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. It's Warriors wrap up. Brought to you by Realtor dot com, the home of home search. We still do have some time to sneak in. Some more phone calls. We're also going to hear from Stephen Curry coming up as well, and we're going to hear from DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, the play of the game is coming up uh, too, so we got a lot to get to uh, as we take you up until 11.30 here on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson and Daryl the Guru Johnson with you. Boy, I, I mean, lost in the loss, Stephen Curry was just ridiculous tonight. 41 points, seventh game where he's had 40 or more on the year. And just the ten threes, the, I mean, the guy hits ten threes like it's nothing. Yeah, it's just is breathtaking, and the level of difficulty of the shots. That you know, I always say it's like he has a computer. I feel like a computer is is putting it all together to let to hoist up those shots. It's breathtaking. Had a four point play tonight. His thirteenth career game of ten or more threes. So we oh, saw tonight was actually rare. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, although 13, I mean, that's... He could easily have 50 had he hit on a few other shots. Yeah, and, and look, and he hit, he just, he hit some shots where you're thinking, oh boy. Like, usually when he gets on <laughs> one of those streaks, the Warriors win. Uh, because the building gets going, and the Warriors get on a big-time run, and they're able to put games away a lot of the time when Curry does that. Uh, I think the Sixers do deserve some credit for being able to withstand that, but I also think the Warriors... Help the Warriors allowed him to hang in the game You're right. by virtue of some careless turnovers and I thought some bad shots. Now, explain to me what went down tonight with Kevin Durant because Curry only had three more shot attempts than Kevin Durant, but it, in my mind it felt like 20. That He was silent tonight. And when you talk about it's a make-or-miss league, I get that, but what what talk to me about Durant's uh, floor game tonight. He it, it felt like Philly took him away. But damn, he had twenty-five points and twenty-four shot attempts. Yeah, and I also I think Philly did take him away a little bit. I also think when Curry's going, sometimes it's mm. it, you know it, it's hard to come back to Durant and maybe give him wow. the regular looks that get so him that's going that's in a zone yeah. like right. that. But I think a lot of the credit has to go to Philadelphia. I mean, they were they were coming out on him. Uh, I think they slowed down the mid-range game, which we had a caller that pointed out that uh, earlier. And then his three-point shot was off tonight. I mean, he was one for eight from three. If wow. he's four for yeah. eight from three, we're talking yeah. about Overtime, a tie maybe. game, yeah. and we're talking about having him having 34 points, and we're talking about him being efficient 
at 34 points on 24 shots as opposed to 25 points on 24 shots. So I, I think it's an off night uh, in essence for him, but it's a night where you take one away and the margin for error changes as far as how effortless he can have that that quiet 25 or, or quiet 34 that we're so used to seeing. 888 uh, It's John Dickinson, Daryl Guru Johnson, Warriors wrap-up. We're rolling along here from Oracle on 95.7 The Game. Warriors wrap-up continues on 95.7 The Game. Brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of Home Search. It's John Dickinson and Daryl the Guru Johnson. We're inside the Crown Royal Club wrapping things up for you on a Thursday night. The Warriors lose to the Philadelphia 76ers, 113-104. to The 11-game winning streak for the Warriors is stopped as Golden State loses for the first time since four weeks ago tonight uh, as they drop that game on January 3rd to the Houston Rockets. The Warriors, though, finish up January, Guru, with an 11-2 and record. That was it. They lost the first game of January. They lost the last game of January. In between, they win the 11 consecutive games, uh, and that extends their streak of consecutive months with a record of 500 or better to 42. Think about that. 42 consecutive months, the Warriors have been 500 or better. That goes back to March of 2013. So every month for damn near six years... The Warriors have had at least a 500 or better. And that month. sounds like why that culminates with three rings in four years, soon to maybe be four and five. Good uh, Lord. All right, play of the game brought to you by Putnam Cadillac, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Burlingame featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV. Visit PutnamGM.com. It's time for the play of the game. Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Cousins crossover dribble on Muscala, powers his way in, no good. Tipped out by Curry, saved by Durant, back to Cousins, hands off Curry, three ball up corner, good! It's good! What great hustle! Warrior chaos paying off. 106-101 Philadelphia. 2.35 to go. And even at that point, it looked like the Warriors may have one more little yeah, run Oh, you never them. count them out. But they would wind up coming up short. To know the play of the game tomorrow. Guru, you and Steiny uh, from 10 to noon here on 95.7 The Game. 10.30. You guys will call for it. If you know the play of the game, you can be a winner uh, on 95.7 The Game. All right, Galileo is up next here on the phone lines on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Galileo. Yo, thanks for taking my call, you all. You got it. Okay, Looney, I mean, um, Alfonso McKinney, positive plus minus, as well as Draymond Green. Correct. Give them credit on a night where the Warriors lost. I think uh, Joel Embiid ate Looney's lunch. Okay, thanks, Gal. I appreciate the phone call. Look, McKinney played well. McKinney's not Clay Thompson. Draymond Green played well, but he didn't score. Okay, one for six, zero oh for four was for six three, eight. and giving Lo- up almost two hundred pounds. Looney held his own, no doubt, offensively. Okay, but Embiid took it to him too. Yeah, he's supposed to. Yeah, no that doubt. That was almost like st- trying to stop Shaq with 
Yeah, you yeah, can't you, you can't can. look at no. tonight and go, oh, yeah. it's on Looney. Oh, no, not at all. So I, I, I would. I'm not doing that yeah. either. I, I'm not. Doing I criticize it. quick. That had nothing to do with Looney. No, and Looney, like I said, held his own. Could you win zone maybe a little? I know. I'm just saying. No, it's just the words no. just don't. I hear you. <laughs> you're, just not, you're not going to do that. Maybe I, in a seven-game series I, if it's game you. six. But you get where I'm going because Draymond was doing everything he could, but it was just like this dude's too big. Let's hear from Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry, phenomenal tonight, 41 points, 14 for 27, 10 of 18 from three, and here's Steph after the ball game. 18 over the rest of the game. Was it what they were doing, or did you guys just kind of... I, I blanked out. <laughs> they, you, you guys had 12 assists in the first quarter, had a uh-huh. solid quarter. In the rest of the game, you had 18 over the final three quarters. Was it what they were doing, or did you guys just kind of stray a little bit from what you wanted to do, or what happened there? Uh, a little bit of it was getting loose with the ball in the second quarter. Myself in particular, unforced errors in terms of getting stops, not being decisive, and throwing it to the other team and a little bit of foul situation where the game slowed down a little bit but um and then shots didn't fall in the second half so combination of everything we played all right they they didn't get frazzled by any of our runs um and in the fourth quarter or late in the third they uh they created a lot of momentum for themselves and sustained it over the over the course of the rest of the game and it took a lot for us to try to get over the hump, we just couldn't do it. Hey, Steph, your looks aside, what do you think accounted for the team not making a lot of threes tonight? Uh, I, mean, I don't know. I, everybody have decent looks for, for the most part, but um, obviously with the clay out, spacing is a little different. And uh, we, on top of turnovers, you obviously – got to be really kind of more choreographed on certain possessions when things kind of get away from us. And the pace was so fast, um, you never really were able to manufacture great looks uh, for whatever reason. So <clears throat> got to look at the film, but it's a, it's a different look. First game, Clay's missed, and so spacing, you got to – I don't think we were as prepared as a team, uh, you know, for, for the different looks that we were going to get tonight. That's kind of what I was going to ask you, is that when you get a late scratch like that, especially from a guy like Clay who's always there, um, what's the process like to just move past that? And does it take a little while sometimes? Uh, yeah, obviously Zoe played well, especially in the first half. Uh, got a couple extra possessions, finished around the rim. But um, when, you, when you're missing a guy that can create space, whether he's getting shots or not, um, yeah, you just have to be able to, to slow the game down a little bit and, and get the right calls, get the ball in the right hands, and get the right spacing. And we tried to play as as we normally do. Over 48, you got to make a little bit of subtle adjustments with, with uh, without him out there. So um, that's a collective uh, effort from everybody in terms of seeing the game a little bit differently. And uh, we didn't make those adjustments. Curious, uh, Demarcus got announced last night. Was that your idea? I know that's usually your spot. Got a what? Got announced last, and uh, oh, it's a big moment for him, for sure. So we had fun with it. It was just exciting, and uh, obviously him being back five games, uh, it was, we almost kind of forgot that this was his first, you know, game playing in Oracle. So uh, cool moment for him. 
Yeah, it's Stephen Curry allowing that to happen. Although, I mean, it's I hate not to surprising. Say what I'm about to say, well, then don't say that. it. Greg Papa talked about historically Cousins hasn't played well in this building. <laughs> Tonight would go under. Where would you you'd follow? It that would go under. under. Didn't play well right. in this building. Wow. <laughs> We get Saturday. Hurry up and come. I, I no, mean, I, I'm just pointing I, I it out. I mean, you're right. You put it no, that way. Yeah, I mean, no, yes, it, tonight he'll, he'll tell you that tonight's game for Demarcus wow. Cousins would be filed under. Right. Didn't, yeah. didn't really yeah. play that well. Gotcha. But guess what? There's another game on Saturday. Another game on Saturday. Let, let's hear from Demarcus Cousins. Uh, mention his line: three for ten, zero for two from three, uh, seven points. Did have six assists, but five of them were in the first six minutes of the game to go with six mm. rebounds. Let's hear what Demarcus Cousins had to say about his outing following the Warriors' loss to Philadelphia. Steve Kerr was pretty straightforward, saying you guys weren't there mentally tonight, just didn't bring the competition, and that's not feedback that you guys hear very often. Why do you think the approach just felt different tonight? Um. Honestly, I thought we came out the right way tonight. Um, I don't really know what happened between, you know, that first quarter and, you know, going into that second. But, you know, we kind of lost our energy and intensity. And, uh, you know, and, it, and we, we never really found it after that, honestly. So, uh, you know, that's on us. In that first quarter, you guys got off to such a good start. Um, you were facilitating a lot. I think you had five assists in the first quarter. Is that something by design you play in that role, or is that just feeling within the offense? I'm just trying to make the right play. Uh, that's my whole objective every night, to go in and make the right play. So uh, just finding a cutting man, uh, you know, finding an open shooter, or you know, you know, making a, a play myself. Uh, just out there trying to make the right play. I remember after your first game, you talked about kind of not having a feel yet for some of your like isolation and post moves. Now that you're about six games in, where do you feel like you are in like your iso post up type things? Um, obviously, I'm still not where I want to be. So, uh, you know, I'm working my tail off every day to you know get back to being that player, to, being that player, or you know better. So, uh, you know, this process this process isn't uh, over for me. Um, you know, I'm still working to get back to, you know, being the player that I want to be. So, uh, you know, just uh, just be patient with me. It's just feel. It's feel. Uh, you know, you wake up and you're so used to just doing something, you know, almost that feels naturally. And then, uh, you know, you kind of get away from it for a year. And, then, you know, you just kind of lose it. So uh, just finding it again. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm working my tail off. And uh, just be patient. Hey, DeMarcus, given the kind of player that Joel Embiid is, how did you guys try to approach that overall? Um, well, I wanted that matchup, so uh, I think we did a, I think we did a great job defending him. But uh, you know, he had a little extra help. Marcus, you and uh, you and you and Loon uh, were talking there in the in the locker room in the corner. What 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 what, what were you guys talking about? What were you telling him? What was he telling you there back in the locker room? Me and who? And Loon, Kevin, come on, Looney. What's that got to do with the game? Just wondering. That has nothing to do with the game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Demarcus Cousins there. See, Demarcus will go from. Zero to a hundred on you. Yeah. 
Real I don't quick. have any questions, but that was he, he got testy. And he answered the questions about the game. But he said it like that was a stop sign. It was a stop sign. What was sign. that about? Was that, was don't that ask me about the wow. Conversation with Kevon Looney. Ooh. He, wow. Do you hear the reporter like, want to get away? That was the Southwest happens. moment. You can ask the question. No, I hear right. you. He did. Want to get away? Uh, I agreed with the first thing that Cousins said, which was that I, I thought the Warriors did come out and play the right way at the beginning of the game. I thought they were into it. I think sometimes we go back and it becomes a little bit of revisionist history. At the end of the night, they lose, and it was a bad third quarter, and you look at the different combinations of players that didn't play well. I think sometimes we go back and we think, well, they just weren't into it tonight from the jump. No, no they were into it at the beginning. Weren't. And Cousins was marvelous with his passing, but Philly said, okay, hold on, we're going to back up, and let's see if the big fella – can uh, you know Fred Astaire us on the block, and that's when they kind of switched it up. So give credit to them defensively. And Cousins of his twenty five minutes, his the best five six minutes of the night Dude, was the he, first five. Or I was six. like, oh, Philly's in trouble. He's passing to yeah, and then they switched it. And I thought Demarcus nailed it. He he said they didn't really have it from that point right, on. Right. Once Philadelphia they took it, got back yeah. into the game, and then flipped the game on them Dude, in the I third. Thought it was going to be a blowout, Jamie. and it was when an uphill battle. I said, "Oh, here we go. This is over." So the Warriors' eleven-game winning streak is history. Philadelphia nah. wins it one thirteen to one hundred four. Uh, Warriors still finish January eleven and two. They win the eleven games in the middle. They lose the first game. They win eleven. They lose the last a lot of game teams would of January. Give their right arm for that. So nice and, and symmetrical. Yep. It all comes full circle for the Warriors, who now are thirty-six and fifteen. 51 games into the season, and goo, LeBron James came back tonight. The Lakers won, and LeBron James will be back in this building on Saturday. You Warriors, think, uh, Lakers, Davis part be three. a part of that, that team? I honestly believe so. I'm going. He may be a part of that team, but I'll tell you, play, but. If, if, if that trade comes down tomorrow, there ain't going to be anybody playing for the Lakers in this building on Saturday because it might be LeBron playing one on five. Luke Walton might have to suit up. Yeah, it'd be oh, Brian Shaw. <laughs> Look at this. Brian Shaw be Shout suiting up. Kurt Rambis might yeah. have to shoot. Uh, the Gauchos. Might have to suit up. Yeah, Mark Madsen. They got all kinds of guys that are going to have to suit up if that. They owe the Lakers. I, I feel sorry for LeBron there, and this team just lost to Philly on, you know, Charles Knight. Dude, they just don't win on TNT. You pointed it out. That's four losses. Yeah, I mean, they, they, have, they haven't won a game in this building yeah. on a Thursday. So that's going to do it for us. I want to thank Tim Jordan for setting us up out here. I want to thank Alex Scott. I want to thank uh, Alon back in the studio as well tonight for Daryl the Guru Johnson. I'm John Dickinson. Goo, you'll be back tomorrow with Steiny, 10 a.m. until noon here on 95.7 The Game. And we'll be back with Warriors Live, Steiny and Guru, 4 o'clock. Warriors and the Lakers right here from Oracle Arena. Uh, the Warriors lose tonight 113-104 to to the Philadelphia 76ers, and you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.